Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a com- recovered compulsive overeater. And today is Thursday, June 15th, 2023, and today we're reading from the big book, and we're in the chapter, chapter six, into action, page 86, the third paragraph, in thinking about our day and ending with, we come to (laughs) rely upon it, reading that one paragraph only. And today's readers are, and thank you for your service, for the 12 steps, Deborah S., 12 traditions, Joni C., Reading the text are Loretta H. and Martha Z. And the backup is Susan S. H. The newcomer greeter is Reva P. And the host for the second hour is Chris G. The reference numbers for Wednesday, June 14th, 2023, for the 7 a.m. meeting is 20,348. That's 20348. And for the 10 a.m. meeting is 20,353. That's 20353. OA Preamble, Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Devorah S. to read the 12 steps. (laughs) Star one, Devorah. Hi, good morning, Vision for You. This is Devorah S. in New Jersey, Recovered. Thank you, God. Number one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, have we asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a listing of all people we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, may direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for a knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And twelve, Having had a spiritual awakening, 
as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to, to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you. Thank you so much, Deborah. Okay, I will now ask Joni C. to read the 12 Traditions. Morning, this is Joni C., gratefully recovered but not cured in Minnesota. One, common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsive. Each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose message to the compulsive. I'd never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. Less problems of money, property, and divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional but our service centers nine OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create committees responsible to those they serve. Ten Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be into public controversy. Eleven. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film, and other public media communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you so much, um, Joni. Okay, uh, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the big book. 
And we're on page 86, the third paragraph, and thinking about our day and finishing with we come to rely upon it. And I will ask Loretta H. to begin reading. Thank you, Katie, and thank you all, along with my precious God, who is saving my life today, Loretta H., recovered in North Carolina. In thinking about our day, we may face indecision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here, we ask God for an inspiration and intuitive thought or decision. We relax. Take it easy. We don't struggle. We are often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be a hunch or occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still in experience and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We may pay for this presumption in all sorts of actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find our thinking will, as time passes, be more on the plane of inspiration and we become to rely on it. And I looked up the word intuitive and it's having the ability to know or understand things without proof or evidence. And that in on page 13, in Bill's story, he talks about common sense would become uncommon sense as I sit quietly. And this is, we talked about it yesterday, that pause, pray and use spiritual energy. I must slow down. I must be in conscious contact with him because as it says in a big book, um, I'm selfish. And this bondage to self needs a start in each day. I just finished my two-way prayer this morning, and it was on James 5 and on prayer. So I need to sit and have an actual date with God every morning and quiet this mind of mine and find out who he needs me to be today, not what I need to do. When I do this, my day does run more efficiently, and it says we Take it easy. Loretta, H, taking it easy, that is a miracle. I um, am 76 years old today, and I do not know how to sit still. So because of this program and because of the um, discipline, somebody talked about disciplines that I have found in this program and tried to work on with my God, I am a much more... It's I'm, I'm a much more serene person. And with that serenity and the surrender every day, I always try to make my day in surrendered serenity so that I can vision God's will for me. And um, this gives me rewards of God's power and peace so that the bondage itself can be turned around to be the spirit of service to serve him and others in this new day and so and and each day and all day so i have to take him with me no matter where i go he has to be on my heart because as i've shared i was the tin man and i came into program without a heart and today 
I have the idea of what it's like to be a person of service. And I was in a job for 35 years and did service, but never really did service. So today, because of this program, because of the work in this book, and I use this as my action plan every day, and so I can be of service to all. And somebody talked about um, free spirit. Today, I have a spirit that leads me to freedom and to his will. And with that, I pass. Have a good day. And all newcomers keep coming back. It works. It really does. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Loretta, and happy birthday. Okay, so although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. Um, so who would like to share on this uh, page 86, the third paragraph, in thinking about our day? Rick J. Christina J. Julie M. Stephen S.H. I'm sorry. I just want to interrupt. Somebody's phone is unmuted. There's water running. Okay. I'm not hearing that. Um, go ahead. Let me get this list that I have so far. Rick J., Reva P., uh, Christina J., um, Julie M., M. I, think, I, I think I heard Colleen M., and Susan S.H., and now I hear Julie M. Lee H. And Lee H. Okay. Nancy W. And Nancy W. Let's stop there. That's a great first lineup. Karen K. Karen K. Okay, I'll add you, Karen, and then that's it for this first lineup. We have Rick J. Reva P. Christina J. Colleen M. Susan S. H. Julie M. Lee H. Nancy W. and Karen K. Go ahead, please, Rick, followed by Reba. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for your service, moderator. Uh, my name is Rick J. I am a compulsive overeater, recovered but not cured in North Carolina. And the, um, you know, the thinking and the inspiration, you know, step 11 is, you know, those words come up a lot. Um, and for me, you know, I, I have the mind of a compulsive overeater if left to my own devices, you know, which the, uh, you know, the obsession of the mind will, will take me back to the food and, of course, you know, through the physical allergy. And, and that's just the way my, my brain, my mind works. And um, if I do not connect with a higher power. so. Today, you know, I am so grateful to be connected to a higher power. It's transforming me. That's what this um, program, this spiritual program of action is all about. It's, it all comes down to my mind and my thinking. You know, the physical allergy part will never go away, right? That's always going to be there, but it's my thinking, right, that is changing and transforming. So, uh, we learned that, uh, you know, after all, God gave us brains to use. And when I'm aligning my thinking and my mind and opening myself up to the power of the God and my understanding, this power that's a part of me, then my thinking begins to change. And it is open to inspiration and intuitive thoughts. 
and I keep opening myself up for that. Now, my self-will, you know, that little rascal, <laughs> it's there, right? And, uh, you know, but the tools that they give us, starting our day with, with our higher power, pausing throughout the day, ending it with a nightly review, um, you know, being able to, to let go with the things that block us throughout the day with God and with other people. I mean, these tools are in place, you know, because I have unaided the mind of a compulsive overeater. And I am so inspired just remembering, you know, that when, when I start my day, I start it with my higher power and I'm opening myself up. And it's all like a, an adventure, you know, in, in the fourth dimension. I don't, I don't know where my, my day is going. I don't know where I'm going. But I'm going to go through this day with my higher power and with you guys. So um, with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Rick. Okay, Reva P., you're up, followed by Christina J. Good morning. This is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. So step 11, when I retire, when I wake up, and throughout the whole day. So when I wake up, you know, at first it tells me I consider my plans. Um, and here again, I ask God to align my plans with his for me for the day. And then I'm actually thinking about the day. Um, and I love this concept of indecision. Like what happens when I don't know? And as we're reading this paragraph, I'm reflecting on what was it like when I didn't know the answer? I didn't know what to do before program. I would think and think and think and think and analyze and figure out and option A and option B and option like 12 um, and get busy, busy, busy. Um, and somebody in this meeting talks about like running with scissors, just like spinning myself um, into oblivion. And I love the first of all, the concept that it's okay not to know. I'm not supposed to know. What am I supposed to know? I ask, and again, somebody um, from this meeting says, you know, um, I don't know is a safe place held by God, and I go to God, and I ask, um, and as a result of that, I can relax, because God knows uh, when I don't, um, and I love where it says also that I'm not going to know all the time, and I might indulge in, like, crazy behavior. I might run in circles, you know, sometimes, and but to trust, because nevertheless, you know, there's hope here. My thinking will be more and more on this new plane of inspiration, you know, creative thinking, um, inspiring me to do things that I would have never, ever thought of if I was not unblocked in step 10 and open and asking in step 11 for this guidance. Um, and it always says, you know, being still inexperienced and just made conscious contact, like it's always a beginning. I can never rest on my laurels, right? Like um, what I was inspired or the level of inspiration or the level of um, spiritual fitness yesterday, you know, is not going to necessarily help me today. I'm constantly growing in this effectiveness and um, it's always sort of a new beginning based on where I'm at spiritually. Um, but yeah, my, the biggest thing for me is when I don't know, stop, 
and ask, because um, I don't have to know all the answers. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Reva. Okay. Christina J, you're up, followed by Colleen M. Morning, everyone. Christina J, recovering in North Carolina. So grateful to be on the line with you guys, and I'm so grateful to where God is taking me through trials, through tribulations, through my stubborn mind, through my ignorant mind, through my blindness. I am being guided in spite of myself, and that self has everything in it. Boy, it's loaded. I got a loaded self. Fear and control and self-centeredness, resentment and dishonesty. Boy, I am loaded. But in this step, I get to let go, piggybacking on beautiful share from Reva and Rick and the speaker this morning. Let go and lose control. Let go, as they say, and let God. I am letting go of control today, yesterday and the day before it started. And in that letting go and surrendering around these pressure cooker situations I am in, I'm feeling a new freedom. I'm like, okay, you want to do that? That's fine. You know, you know, you want to be that way? That's fine. You want to uh, get in my face about something? That's fine. Let me, let me get, you know, I heard something in the meeting the other day. <laughs> my first thought is not right. My first thought is always wrong and reacting, and I can I can verify that today. But I've never been able to stop and allow that allow myself to think about that first thought and whether I should act on it. You know, because I'm impulsive and compulsive, and I always think my first thought, my first reaction is right. Not ding ding ding. Warning, warning. <laughs> so uh, I'm so grateful that in spite of myself. In spite of the way I feel every morning when I get up, if I, you know, I'm an advocate of, you want to know how to do it? Just do it. That's what I always tell my sponsors when I'm sponsoring, which I'm not right now. But you want to know how to do it? Just do it. Don't overthink it. Don't get into the why and the this and the that and I don't have time and all this stuff. Just do it. And the miracles begin to happen. In spite of myself, God is guiding me. In spite of all of us, even in relapse, we are being guided. There's a miracle going on. If you're here, if you're here, you're being guided home to your true soul, your true self. Stay open for the miracles. You guys have been part of that miracle for me. I love you, and I pass. Thank you so much, uh, Christina J. Colleen M., you're up, followed by Susan H. S.H. I, I thought I heard. Colleen. Okay, I, I okay. did not say my name. I don't know if there's another Colleen out there, but okay, I okay. I thought you did. I think it's Julie M. Then I heard an M. So let's go with Susan S. H. and then Julie M. Okay, I'm unmuted. This is Susan S. H. in Ohio. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I'm very grateful. This paragraph is 
really important to me. And I, I do read it every day, but being human, I read it with varying degrees of consciousness. So it's good that we study paragraph by paragraph. It is so helpful to me to hear all the experiences around this paragraph of my fellows in the program. Um, my own experience is how it, it really does work when I work it. Um, can I pause today and not struggle? Uh, I'm still surprised when I actually <laughs> go to that first and let my higher power in because I see things solved that I didn't solve. It's just, it still amazes me. I see over the years that my thinking does become more on the plane of inspiration. That doesn't mean I don't need to stop and ask my higher power in. I always need to remember the pause to ask higher power into every decision. And I will always need to depend on higher power solutions as long as I remain human. And I think I'm going to be human as long as I'm here. And yeah, I seriously have a disease that uh, messes with my decisions from time to time. So I need to depend on my higher power. Yeah, my real reliance has to remain on my higher power. And I guess, yeah, I'm just grateful that we study it again. I'm grateful that I've used, learned to use it. And I hope this keeps this in the forefront of my day all day today. Because I need this suggestion. I need these instructions. And uh, I'm grateful to be where I am today. And grateful to have a relationship with my higher power that I just didn't know was possible. I will pass. Thank you, Susan S.H. Julie M., you're up, followed by Lee H. Good morning. This is Julie M. from upstate New York. I just wanted to say, first of all, that I'm very grateful for the vision meeting that I came upon about three months ago, and I've been abstinent for three months, and it's just been a miracle. And um, with the help of God and my sponsor, and with that, um, the 11th step has been an important step in, in, uh, since I've been in program, and um, this step really has helped me to be grounded in my spirituality and has helped me to listen to my intuition. And, um, you know, I would have my intuition in the past, and it would come up, and I would just push it right down and say, no, no. And now I don't do that. Today, I listen to my intuition you know, and I ask God for his inspiration because without him, I can't do anything. And um, as soon as I take my will back, um, I know I'm off to the races with Julie's thoughts. And um, it's been a little struggle in the last um, month since my mother became sick and she's living with us. And um, I just have to pray even harder every day on my knees and ask God to help me to deal with this particular situation. And he does, you know, and um, so I, um, I pray and meditate every morning and throughout the day when I send my gratitude list to my sponsor, you know, at the bottom, it says I pray and meditate throughout the day when I'm in nature in particular, because I'm a big hiker in upstate New York, um, I really, really get grounded with um, God, you know, and I, I pray and I listen and all those crazy thoughts that are in my head just calm right down. 
with his inspiration. And um, every day I need to remember who's in charge. It's not Julie, it's God. And if I, you know, when I let him, um, everything goes smoothly. So practicing the 11th step each day through prayer and meditation and my religious readings and my um, 12-step program readings just keeps me motivated and grounded to continue one more day on this incredible journey that the 12-step program has, has given me. And with that, thank you, everyone, for being on the line. Thank you for all the women that have supported me in the last three months. I am eternally grateful to Vision, and thank you so much, and have a beautiful day. Thank you, Julie M. Okay, Lee H., followed by Nancy W. Well, thank you so much. This is Lee H. in Tennessee, and I'm recovered and so grateful this morning to be on the line. I've wanted to share for several days, but just have enjoyed all the other shares and been sitting in the background, and I just I feel like my higher power was nudging me this morning that it's my turn to share. And um, this paragraph is just so meaningful. I've circled inspiration several times. Um, and I looked up the definition, and it means divine influence on a human being. And my goodness, that's what I want. That is what I desperately need. And um, it's taken me a long, long time to really understand, to really figure out what was the brokenness in me that I couldn't get to my higher power. Um, where was the the snag? And, of course, you know, I learned that it's my selfishness that has been my problem. And, um, you know, once I understand that God is truly the lover of my soul, that he truly loves me, he is a loving God, as we say in the steps and in the traditions. And once I accepted that he is a loving God, then I can trust him. And um, I just love this process. It's a great outline, this 11th step that we're reading about. Uh, I feel like sometimes I'm kind of like a, a tank of gas. Last night I had to empty, the tank got emptied out. And I had a couple of things I had to write on my inventory to send to my sponsor about. I, I had a, a hurt, someone hurt my feelings. And then there was another irritation um, that came up. So I, I, I've learned to just discipline myself at night, even though I'm really tired. I go on and do that, go on and do that inventory. And then this morning I wake up and I'm, I just thank and praise my higher power. And then I need to fill my gas tank back up again. And that is the quietness, the listening. And um, I just love the, I, I love looking up words. I love, looked up presumption. It says we might pay for this presumption um, because we're not inspired at all times. And presumption means overstepping of proper bounds. And that's what I've done most of my life. And I'm just thankful that I'm learning how to be aligned with my higher power. And my sponsor just continues to remind me to ask God, ask God, ask God whenever I, I don't know something or, or get irritated or whatever it is. I, I need to just remember to ask God. So thanks so much for letting me share and I'll pass. Thank you, Lee. Okay, uh, next we'll have Nancy W. followed by Karen K. Good morning, everyone. This is Nancy W. from Ontario, Canada. 
this week just seems to be a, a bless, a real blessing week for me. Um, each morning when I've um, listened to a vision for you, it seems that uh, the paragraphs were uh, speaking to me about what I was uh, in prayer on the day before. So uh, this morning is no, um, it's happening again this morning. Uh, yesterday morning, I, um, after uh, vision, I was to meet with some people uh, to go on a cycling tour. And uh, I was a little late starting and I got halfway to the uh, destination and I realized I wasn't going to be on time. The old me would have said, oh, well, they won't, they won't mind waiting for me. But the new me, hopefully, said, no, this is not fair to them. And definitely I was inspired and I stopped halfway and turned around and went home and went on my own cycling ride and was able to see the corn coming up in the fields and the beauty of nature and just to meditate uh, with my God and to listen to a podcast. So, um, you know, my I had planned my day, but uh, there was God had other plans for me, and I was grateful because um, it took away the worry and the anxiety of uh, getting everything done that I felt I needed to do that day. This morning, in my prayer and meditation. Um, I was drawn to a a resentment and I went into my notes and looked up about the, I looked up the resentment prayer and I hadn't really prayed it before, but it's a beautiful prayer. And I added my own touch to it and uh, I put on my calendar to pray for this person for the next two weeks. And I know I will be rid of it. And I am so grateful that, you all and the program is teaching me how to be the authentic me. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy W. Okay, Karen Kay, you're up, and then we will uh, um, have more shares. And let me just remind everyone that we're on the third paragraph on page 86 in Thinking About Our Day, reading through that whole paragraph, ending with we come to rely upon it. Karen Kay, you're up. Good morning. Uh, my name is Karen Kay, recovered compulsive eater from Syracuse, New York, and my credits don't transfer. I don't trust my thinking when I first wake up. I And I found a, a really good Zoom meeting that I can get to at uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, and it's just been a new addition to my day. And um, then there's a good speaker meeting at 6 a.m. on Zoom. So for me, that's my next right thing. Um, Sometimes when I go into prayer and meditation first thing in the morning, you know, I'm just so scattered. And when I start off with these two meetings and then come to this meeting, before I come on, I glance at my calendar and my God speaks into the quietness. You know, the sweet, gentle voice of of my God. What is the next right thing? And I'm grateful, you know, I don't have to wait to do my retire at night uh, when I go, you know, I usually try to do it uh, before, um, uh, like three hours before I, I, I go to bed 
so I can be more alert. But there's also times I can do that throughout the day. And I'm learning something new about uh, the uh, t- uh, 10 steps. You know, I can go ahead, you know, and go through all four steps, you know. What I'm finding is I haven't harmed anybody. I can be in a grocery store and just, like, look at somebody and say, you know what, I'm feeling very anxious today. And be okay with that. It's done. And then, you know, of course, I'm going to do something uh, to help. And there's new ways that I've learned to do that. Not always meeting time to to share that. And I'm just grateful that I'm open to change. I'm open to new ideas that are not my own. And without getting on this call, um, I believe it was three or four years ago when I started getting on, on Vision. And I'm just so grateful for an OA meeting that is called Vision for You. Um, anybody that's new, is not the Vision way. It's just how we use the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous to get food sober. And G-O-D, good orderly uh, direction or your higher power, I choose mine to call mine God to guide me through my day and to get a spiritual experience. All the purpose of this book and everybody's showing on the line. Take care and God bless, and we'll get on to the next person. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Okay, so although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day in order that others might share their experience. So who would like to share on this paragraph in thinking about our day on the bottom of page 86? Yvette in Georgia. Yvette? Judith S.P. Judith S.P. Margaret D. Georgia. Margaret D. Stephanie R. Stephanie R. We have time for a few more. Kathy S. Kathy S. Diane B. Diane B. Okay, well, let's go with that lineup. Yvette D, Judith S. P, Margaret D, Stephanie R. Kathy S. and Diane P. Go ahead, please, Yvette. Yvette C. Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. And uh, we come to rely on it. And um, I remember a prayer that I used to say often. I was like, God, please help me to come to rely on your guidance. Please help me to to come to rely on your guidance. And I can say today I I have grown in that reliance. Um, And it's, uh, you know, reliance for me is connected to built trust, and that happens over time. Um, As I try this way of living, you know, reaching out to my higher power, um, as I see, like, consistent, consistent, like, reliable um, connection that's beneficial. And, um, you know, it takes willingness every day for me to um, to show up and practice this to grow in that trust. And my higher power knows my inner landscape. You know, it's like my past and that I'm healing from uh, damaged 
ability to trust. And, um, but the 10th step, you know, the 10th step has helped me to attend to the fear response that tends to trigger like a self-reliant um, fear. And, um, you know, it, it, I get that blind spot, you know, and I, and I, I forget about my higher powers um, presence in my life. Um, but thank goodness for the 10th step and a way to ground again, um, looking at those character defects or defense mechanisms that no longer serve me. And, and then I can invite my higher power in. And um, um, my sponsor uh, shared with me something. She said, uh, you know, things come out in the wash. And, um, you know, that has helped me to surrender um, and, and to be like an observer. Um, things come out in the wash. The wash for me is like self-care, standing on behalf of my health and wellness, um, uh, on behalf of my needs, and, um, you know, becoming a surrendered observer to, uh, you know, how my higher power is going to guide me in um, divine action uh, to those answers. And sometimes it takes a while, you know, so I... I uh, have to revisit the uh, tenth step when those um, you know human fears come up, and um, continue my self care and self loving actions until the insight comes, until the guidance comes. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, a way of life for me, and I I have seen so much um, spiritual growth and connection, you know, it's like, I now wonder, it's like, okay, higher power, what do you think about this? And, um, learning to myself and I'll just wrap ground myself and, um, so that I can become a surrendered observer to my higher powers miracles. So thank you for opportunity to share. Pass. Thank you, Yvette. Okay. Judith SP, you're up, followed by Margaret D. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Katie, and everyone for being here. My name is Judith S.P., gratefully recovered for today in Maryland, and thank you, God, for it is because of you that I am here today, recovered and uh, able to share on truly uh, my favorite paragraph. Uh, I used to joke around and say periodically to people if I was um, going on a vision quest and had the ability to come back after my quest into town, they would say, what is your spiritual name? And I would say, rushing to wait. And uh, being a native New Yorker and someone who's always been in fifth gear, um, that that was true. Um, I would always rush around and then I'd be waiting because I was pretty unhappy, very unhappy, um, unable to know which direction to go. Um, But I kept pushing the envelope. I kept pushing the envelope and eventually found myself flat spiritually as well as physically, emotionally, and mentally. And to read and, and take in every day Uh, that I'm going to face indecision to relax, take it easy and not struggle. Really? Really? Yep. 
that is the way. And each day I practice. And with practice, 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 I will and am getting better. The inspiration, the higher level of thinking are coming to me. But it is gradual. I am always, every day when I get up, I don't know, I'm inexperienced, and I'm beginning. Thank you, God. And I truly believe that God wraps around us, wraps around me 24 hours every day. And when the next day arrives and my air is in my lungs and in my organs and I'm moving about, I know I have the gift of this opportunity to be the best me I can be. However, and I will end with this, gentleness is a theme of mine these days loving kindness and gentleness to myself and it says specifically that we're not going to be inspired all the time i might pay for this presumption by putting my foot in my mouth not taking the cotton out of my ears and putting it in my mouth but you know what it's okay because god's with me i learn from fellows and from the opportunities to take direction from this book. So thank you for letting me share, and I will definitely continue to rely upon it. Pass. Thank you, Judith. Okay, Margaret D., you're up, followed by Stephanie R. Thank you. Um, Morning, everybody. This is Margaret D. in Georgia, Um, and I'm so grateful. And Actually, I'm in amazement many days. Today's another one of them about being recovered and I know that I am recovered only through God's grace and mercy. So um, I want to go just a step back to the last paragraph where the author says, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. So for me, the 24 hours ahead is like who, what, when, where, and why. Who is going to be HP? What is direct my thinking um definitely god or my thinking has to be directed and it can't be by me um when is 24 hours ahead so from today wednesday let's say i did my 11th step at six this morning so until thursday at six o'clock in the morning God's in charge. I don't have to go any further ahead than that. It, the minute I try and do that, I'm back in my ego. or the, I'm not back in the ego. The ego has taken charge of me again. Um, where? Remembering that God is everywhere, that God created me. I didn't create God. And then the why, why are we doing all this? So that we can be spearheads of God's ever-advancing creation. In other words, God's pretty freaking awesome and wonderful. And my job, as I'm seeing it now, is just to let people know that there's love, acceptance, peace, serenity in, in, that can be achieved in your heart, and then that can be spread to the next person, and the next person can spread that to the next person. So um, getting back into this paragraph where, you know, we face indecision, ego is going to get, is going to put God behind me so that I can direct the show. 
And this ego is so dangerous, cunning, powerful, and baffling that I can't go near it. I'm being intuitively taught a new way to pray, which is instead of saying, God, what is it that you want me to do today? Prayer looks more like, what do you want these feet of yours to do today? What do you want these hands to do? How can you be served with this heart? You know, and yesterday I had the most awesome day doing packing so much into this, or not packing, but so much was packed into the stream of life yesterday just by time, please. That one, and I'll wrap it up with this just by putting, I mean, okay, um, I'm going to pass because I'll screw this up. Anyways, thank you, everybody. I'm so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much, Margaret. Okay, Stephanie R., you're up, followed by Kathy S. And um, Diane P., we may not be able to give you the full three minutes. Hi, Stephanie R. from Missouri. Thank you so very much for calling on me. Um, I am so very grateful that I have this program and I can practice these principles in all my affairs. Um, Prayer is so big in my life, and I truly turn to it much more so than I ever knew I needed to before I got into program. Um, Recently, I've been having just some difficulties sleeping at night, and I I just turned my mind to my higher power, and I literally said, God, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to turn off my mind. I'm not sure what I'm doing that keeps me in this state. I asked you to take over. And, and I was granted some serenity and I was granted some peace. And I would have never before having come to this program been able to turn to God and say, you know what, I, I'm, not, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at learning how to. I would have run to my physician and asked for some sleeping pills or something besides my higher power to help me get through this. So the, the power of prayer and practicing that in all my affairs is just such a gift that I got from this program. And I get from this program every single day. I am amazed. I wait for the miracle, and the miracle happens because God wants me to have a very full, loving life. And if I don't block it with my ego, then that gift is given to me. And I'm very grateful to be able to say that today I'm willing to listen to God, pause, and say thank you for guiding my life because my ego is not in charge today. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. Okay, Kathy S., you're up, followed by Diane P. Thanks, Katie. This is Kathy S., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Georgia, and um, we may face indecision. This is like... (laughs) Indecision is was always um, at the foremost of my biggest biggest issues um, aside from the compulsive overeating. Um, so the hope in this paragraph that there's there's an answer to it was big for me. Um, the idea to pause to ask God for inspiration to relax and take it easy again. Like many have shared, not my not my norm. I was always about force, making it hard, and then we spin out in confusion. And you know, I can my problem 
often is with indecision is I have a lot of conflicting values or I'm trying to control the outcome. You know, I, I want to um, spend, I want to, you know, spend a reasonable amount, but I want it to be very expensive looking or I want, a, I want to keep things simple, but I want it perfect. And, and that is, is part of the spin out of indecision, but I have to look at my motives are they self-seeking? Where are they dishonest? And sometimes when I really get into um, what I call a spin out and confusion, I will, I work a 10th step on it because I really have to get down to what is going on. Where am I selfish, dishonest? Where am I fearful and trying to control? And, and often when I share that 10th step, that's where God speaks. And um, have I considered that place where I can look at a new angle, look at this situation just a little bit differently, and and it and it falls out. Um, the truth is there are no mistakes, and that's often what I'm afraid of is making the wrong choice. And my problem is every time I made a choice, I would always come back and find, you know, what was wrong with it. But now what happens is when I pray and I feel led and I take that step in the direction. I remind myself if I if I get into self-doubt that, hey, I prayed and I'm trusting that God is leading and he is able to take every choice and turn it into something amazing, you know. Um, so it just, it really works. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you, Kathy. Okay, Diane P., you have two minutes. Hi, everybody. This is Diane B. as in book in New York. And thank you, moderator. And thank you, everyone, for your service today. So what I was thinking about on these, especially both paragraphs, but this one especially, the word thinking comes up eight times in these paragraphs. And, you know, the purpose of this program and this book is to help us to find that power that can help us with our addiction. And when we read in more about alcoholism, which is before we have the spiritual awakening, we're reading about the sick thinking, the, the crazy thoughts that lead us to picking up. And here we're directed by God to a more healthy way of thinking. Um, so we're moving from the insane to the sane. And, um, you know, at this point, step 11, we are having the spiritual awakening and we are learning how to continue to grow in, at least I am learning how to continue to grow in my connection with that higher power. Um, so I do know that I have to, I have to pray. I have to meditate. I have to continue doing the work if I want to continue to be recovered. Um, so with that, I pass and thank you for letting me share. Well, thank you so much. Diane B is in boy. Um, okay. So we've come to the end of our meeting. Um, thank you to everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today, Thursday, June 15, 2023, 7 a.m. meeting is 20,355. That's 20355. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Martha Z please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestible. Thank you, Katie. This is Martha C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater by the grace of God from outside of Philadelphia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation 
what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.